0: You're listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan. Today's message is part of a series called Rooted in Christ by Pastor Daniel White. Now let's prepare our hearts as Pastor White brings forth God's truth from his word today. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath
1: appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's how we're to live in the latter days. Looking for the blessed hope, we live looking for the return of Christ. Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority, let no man despise thee. As we were looking at this subject this morning, as usual, I became very frustrated as I kept looking at the clock and realizing there's so much more in my heart that I wanted to share with you. And, and even tonight, knowing that we need to go to prayer and we need to meet with uh, uh, bus workers, bus um, workers, there's just so much as it pertains to the second coming of the Lord Jesus. There's so many prophecies. We just skimmed the surface this morning of the number of prophecies that are given to us that we can know that it is near. It is even at the what? His coming is even at the door. So the return of our Lord is imminent. It can happen at any moment. One of the areas that I just briefly mentioned this morning was the rise of the Antichrist. I believe that the stage is being set and is set for the rise of the Bible calls the man of sin, the son of perdition. I'd like you to take your Bible and turn to Second Thessalonians. And I just want to spend a few minutes in this passage of Scripture. The Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Remember what Jesus said as he was dealing with living in the latter days. He said, occupy till I come. Busy yourself in the work of the Lord. We ended the message talking about several ways that we should busy ourselves in these latter days in our service for Christ. One thing I want to say here as we just kind of wrap this all up is that we're not looking for some sign to be fulfilled before Jesus returns. Everything that is prophesied must happen has happened. So it's not that we're looking for another sign that will indicate that the return of our Lord is at any moment. Even our Savior said, no man knows the day or the hour. Paul said, we can know the times and the seasons, but we do not know the day or we do not know the hour. So when someone starts setting dates and they start saying, Jesus is going to return at this time, you can guarantee that's not when he's going to return. Because no man knows that but we are definitely living in the season. And we can discern, the Bible says, the signs of the times. If you can discern what the weather is going to be on the morrow, then certainly you can discern the signs of the last days. I want to say something else, and that is we are not looking for the Antichrist. We are looking for Jesus Christ. Now, in biblical prophecy, there's some different ideas concerning the rapture of the church. Some believe that the rapture of the church will not take place until the middle of the tribulation period. After the first three and a half years of peace, when the antichrist then stands in the temple of God showing himself that he is God and he demands the worship of the people and he forces people to take his mark. Now all you hear about marking today and what you hear about the implants and the chipping, that's all just a precursor to what's going to be happening in the future. In the future every man, woman, boy and girl will be marked. And if they refuse to take the mark, they will not be able to buy or sell and they will be a direct attack of the Antichrist upon them. He will seek to take their life because they will not align themselves with him. That's when you may remember we talked about this morning how that Michael the archangel right in the middle of the tribulation period when The nation of Israel is saved as in a day and God rolls away the blindness and they turn to the Lord and they accept their Messiah. They become the direct attack of the Antichrist and Satan himself. This is Revelation chapter 12 and Michael stands up in their defense and he protects the Jewish people and he saves them. That was that portion we were in this morning in Daniel chapter 12 and it's played out in Revelation chapter 12. But there is going to be the man of sin, the antichrist, the lawless one, also called the beast, who will come on the scene in the latter days. I believe with all of my heart that the antichrist cannot reveal himself until the church of Jesus Christ is removed off of the face of the earth. I believe there's several passages of Scripture that we can point to, such as the 70 weeks of Daniel in Daniel chapter 9. But here is a passage of Scripture in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 through verse 12 that deals with the Antichrist. So there are those who believe that the church will not be raptured until the middle of the tribulation. Now, if if that was the case our eyes would always be focused on who is the Antichrist. And we'd be watching for that abomination of desolation to take place. Others believe that the rapture of the church will not take place until the end of the tribulation period, that the church will go through the entire seven-year tribulation period and then be raptured and then quickly return back with the Lord. We have some real problems with that. First of all, the Bible says concerning the tribulation that God will save us from the wrath which is to come. Now, either he is or he is not. But again, that puts us in the 70th week of Daniel, and the 70th week of Daniel is only for the Jewish people. You cannot, listen to me, you cannot confuse the Jew, the Gentile, and the church of the living God. Very important when it comes to Bible prophecy. Now I said all that to get us right back here. I believe in the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, that the Antichrist, and by the way, the, the tribulation period begins when Antichrist signs that peace covenant. That's when it begins and then runs that duration of seven years. So I don't believe that the Antichrist can reveal himself until the church of Jesus Christ is removed. Now let's begin here in verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, so that is clearly the rapture, the trump shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together To meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. This is clearly the rapture of the church. That ye be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter from us. As that the day of Christ, the day of the Lord that we talked about this morning, this time of judgment that the day of Christ is at hand. Now, somebody had forged a letter and had signed it with the Apostle Paul's signature. And this forgery stated that the church was now in the midst of the tribulation period. Now, let me ask you a question. If you received at this time... If you were the church here at Thessalonica and you received a letter that looked like it was written by Paul and was signed by him and stated that you were in the tribulation period, would you be a little troubled? Evidently, this forgery had been circulated and a lot of rumors, right? You know how rumors can be. A lot of rumors were floating around. Let me read it again. That ye be not soon shaken in mind nor troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Now, had the Apostle Paul clearly taught them about the rapture of the church and prophetic events? Yeah, they knew all about it. But now someone was coming and someone was contradictory. And it appeared to be the Apostle Paul. Now he says in verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come. That day of the Lord, that time of judgment. For that day shall not come except, except there come a falling away first. A falling away, an apostasy. I'm here to tell you we are seeing, in my opinion, a great apostasy taking place today. So this revelation of the Antichrist, this this day of the Lord that's going to come, first of all, there's going to be a falling away from the fundamental truths of the Bible. And then he goes on to say this, Except there come a falling away first. And then that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he what? Is God. So if he is sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God, obviously the temple has to be rebuilt. Now, there are plans, even right now, made for the rebuilding of the temple. Now, verse 5. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Don't believe this letter. I taught you well concerning what would happen in the future. Now, verse 6. And now ye know what withholdeth that he, the Antichrist, might be revealed in his time. Now listen to me. There is something that's holding back the Antichrist from revealing himself. What is it that is holding back the Antichrist? The Holy Spirit. The Restrainer. Okay? So the Holy Spirit is restraining, he's holding back the Antichrist from revealing himself. So Something has to happen with the Holy Spirit. And now ye know, he said, I told you that, I taught you this. Now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. This isn't his time now. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, now watch this phrase, until he be taken out of the way. Now I have a question for you. Let's talk about. Bible doctrine. Okay, Remember, we we adorn ourselves in the doctrine of God and of the Savior. What is the only way to remove the restraining force of the Holy Spirit from this earth? You have to remove the church. You know why? Because Jesus said, I will never, ever take my Holy Spirit from you. So... If it's the Holy Spirit that's restraining the Antichrist from revealing himself, then the church has got to be removed. Otherwise, you know what we would be saying? (laughs) That's the Antichrist. It would be so clear who he is, the church would be pointing him out very definitely. So the church has to be removed. The only way to remove the church or remove the Holy Spirit is by removing the church. Now we come to verse 8. Are you all all with me where we're going here? All right. So he has to be taken out of the way. Then verse 8. And then, after the Holy Spirit is removed, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders. Can Satan do a lot of signs? Absolutely. So that's why Jesus said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. If, if you're banking your faith on a sign, then Satan can lead you in a wrong direction. Verse 10, and with all deceivableness, he is so deceitful. All these signs and lying wonders. He's able to call down fire from heaven. And with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish. Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. I believe that that strong delusion comes according to Revelation. Revelation twice mentions that once someone takes the mark. Once they align themselves WITH THE ANTICHRIST. IS THERE ANY POSSIBILITY FOR THEM TO BE SAVED AFTER THAT? NO. No. AND THE ONLY EXPLANATION WE HAVE IN COMPARING SCRIPTURE WITH SCRIPTURE IS ONCE THEY TAKE THAT MARK, THEN THEY ARE GIVEN A STRONG DELUSION. WHO GIVES THEM THE DELUSION? GOD DOES. THEY RECEIVE A STRONG DELUSION THAT THEY WOULD BELIEVE A LIE AND THEN IT SAYS IN VERSE 12 THAT THEY ALL MIGHT BE DAMNED who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So again, we are we are not looking for the rise of the Antichrist. We are looking for the return of Jesus Christ. He is our blessed hope and our glorious appearing.